But in the meantime, from Jubilee Soup Kitchen, as we said, we have Mark Latner. Uh, Mark, what is, first of all, what is your actual title? I am the executive director. Executive director, which sounds very, very important, right? It is, it is important. <laughs> it's, it makes you an important person. Uh, Mark, um, the uh, uh, soup kitchen that you work for um, has been around, I just looked it up, since 1979. Correct. Um, and, and it's basically... The mission is just like a food bank or a soup kitchen, right? Just to just to be sort of a, a light in the community, right? Yes. I mean, we're trying to help people who are homeless or living in poverty. We we try to have, you know, provide them the services that they need, but also treat them with dignity and respect. That's And that's the biggest thing that you have is you've got uh, um, the ability to do that. Um, now, just sort of back up a little bit because I think it's, uh, you know, just to kind of find out a little bit who you are. Uh, your, give us sort of your the Cliff Notes version of your resume, what you've done in, in, in your career, and then uh, we'll sort of, you know, uh, segue into how you ended up in this current spot. Sure. I was, um, um, I'm going to, a former CPA and a, uh, I worked for, uh, Mellon slash Citizens Bank for 30 years. Most recently, I was the market president in Western Pennsylvania, and I'm I primarily worked in commercial lending and ran teams in Pittsburgh, Chicago, upstate New York, different places. So you were in banking, yes, right, and and you were uh, so you know an executive director in banking or a director of some sort Correct. of banking, yes. Right? Um, and then you retired. I did. I was hoping to golf with you. <laughs> You're hoping to do a lot more golfing. Um, but I think it's pretty interesting that you decided to take this opportunity, which I'm going to assume uh, was a little bit of a pay cut from what you used to make at the uh, bank. A, a slightly. So, um, <laughs> so anyhow, Paul, I was the one thing about Citizens Bank that I was, you know, and to this day I'm still proud of is their involvement in the community. So back when citizens bought the commercial and retail business from Mellon. They asked the, the executives to get involved in different organizations. And um, I had a priest friend of mine was on the board of Jubilee and asked me to get involved. I met Sister Ligori, who founded it and really took a liking to her, even though she scared me. <laughs> and um, so I, I was on the board since roughly 1990, 1991. Sister Ligori, uh, was, she was never in good health. She had suffered from very severe arthritis and some other health conditions. And she passed away in around um, 2001. And that was, uh, so I was chairman of the board at that point in time and had just retired from citizens. So I needed to make, in the board, we had a strategic planning retreat to figure out what do we do now without Sister Liguori around. And the board ended up asking me if I would um, step up and take over as executive director just to make sure the organization had a uh, plan to continue and to be stable. Right. So, um, and, and, and that's what you've done. Yes. And you've done it now, what, about how many years? About three years now. About three years now. You, you know, it was probably one of those things you took over and you thought, well, maybe, you know, six months, eight months, we'll find someone else to do it, but not in your nature, is yeah. it? Well, you know, I, I was naive, I guess, because I said, how hard can it be <laughs> to raise money and establish programs for people who are hungry and, and, and need assistance? I thought I'd be a piece of cake and, you know, Shortly after I started, COVID hit, and mm -hmm. um, the needs of our guests continue to change, and we need to 
renovate our building because it's really we haven't done anything with it. It was abandoned when we moved in in 1979. It's just in really bad shape, and if if we don't fix it, we can't provide the services our guests need. Yeah. Uh, that's what I always say, though, but, you know, anytime I've talked to somebody who is involved with some sort of charitable organization, a charitable function, uh, you obviously don't do it because, you know, to try and get rich. No. You're obviously not doing it for the money. I mean, yeah. so the biggest question is always the why. Why Why is this important to you? Uh, you know, um, I was born in a family who held deep religious values, and, you know, you, you know, it's basic edict you know you help people who need help you know you you know you, you feed people and you clothe people who need that and that's you know I, that's been an important function in my life and i know yours as well mm -hmm. and so um that's the way i was raised i guess the way you were raised and it's i think it's i think it's i think it's just tremendous listen i and i say this in in all sincerity i think people like you uh and there's lots of you out there right are the real heroes in this in this world because you're trying to make a difference and make a better play. I mean, it's it's easy to be somebody who's just always bitching and moaning about how tough the world is or how bad the world is. But you like want to make a difference. I'm trying. I mean, yes. And um it, it's uh you, you, you there's a lot of people like that out there though. It's not talked about enough, I don't think. It's not brought to to attention how many really good people are out there. We have we have five or six plus volunteers every day that come in and, and cook and clean and help people with clothing and do a variety of things that our guests need. And it's, they don't, uh, if you would, if you were in the, you, you, it's like Fred Rogers said, you know, look for the helpers when, when we're in crisis. And, and I get to see that every day, which is very heartwarming. Well, we've got holidays coming up and things of the such. And, 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 and obviously Jubilee Soup Kitchen is going to be a part of the, the solution for a lot of people. Uh, we're going to coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about that and some of the things that you offer down there and, and some of the areas that you need help. Uh, but we're going to do all that next. Okay. Here with Mark Latner from Jubilee, uh, Jubilee Soup Kitchen in the Hill District. And Mark, um, when you talk about different ways you help people, I mean, obviously it's a soup kitchen, so right. you, you, you're able to uh, distribute food. I mean, first of all, where does all that food come from? Like, you, you talk about raising funds and things of the such like that, but you, 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 it's amazing to me how much you're able to supply, you know, in the course. But, but where, do, where do you get to get people to donate? Do people... Donate food? Do they donate money? Do they donate? You know what I mean? Like, how does all of that work? Yes, all of those. Last year, we probably served over almost 40,000 meals last year, and we gave out other food items, like non-prepared food, about 12,000 items. So we give out a lot of food. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's donated. Um, uh, organizations like the Convention Center, different churches, University of Pittsburgh, if they have food left over from events and they handle it properly, they donate it to us and we serve it. Uh, the Indian community in Pittsburgh has been very generous. The, they they come in and prepare the meal there or they have it prepared somewhere else and bring it and serve it to our guests. Um, people donate food. Other people donate food. Uh, Trader Joe's donates a lot of food to us. Um, we, we get food through 412 Food Rescue and we also get uh, food either um, – for free or we have to pay for it from the greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, who's a very good partner of ours. Yeah. 
Little known fact, the food bank was started by the same people that started Jubilee back in 1979. Oh, really? Yes. So, so there's a there's natural— history there, yep. Yeah, that's a natural history. I mean, I, and I was going to ask you that a, a, a little bit later about, you know, the, the, the partnerships you have because all of you have the same goal, which is to try and, you know— uh, Now, can, do, do people come into— the Jubilee Soup Kitchen and eat there, or can they bring the, do, they, do you hand out like bags of food, or how does that work? So we serve uh, a hot breakfast and a hot lunch every day. Breakfast is usually around 6.30. Um, lunch is around 11. We also give people takeout meals, either for themselves to take home for dinner or for people who live near them that aren't able to get into the kitchen. It's not unusual to see somebody getting on a bus with two plastic bags mm -hmm. full of, we're still allowed to use plastic bags. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, but yeah. we are for we still have inventory. <laughs> yes, you still have inventory of plastic bags. You better be careful. Yeah, charge them a dime each, or else you're going to have a problem. Um, so yeah, so you have uh, so you have the ability to give people. Uh, I mean, they could come there and eat. Yes, right. And so so, who does the cooking? I'm like, do you have to go there and cook? I mean, they do not let me cook. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, who, have, how do you, I, I mean, do you have a staff or yes, these volunteers? We have a, or? Um, we have a uh, kitchen manager who also uh, does some cooking, and we have a cook. The rest of it's volunteers. So we'll have other people who retired that used to be work in the food service industry to cook. We just have people come in and help, you know, um, prepare the meals. You know, every day we try to have a, a, a protein you know, a starch, a vegetable, a bread, dessert. You know, we, we try to keep, we try to have a menu that's healthy, but, you know, we don't go over the top on that because we have to deal with what we have to, to, in the inventory. Um, Isn't it funny? Healthy, eating eating healthy is a lot more expensive than eating it is. like it's, Americans it's harder, eat, right? Yes. <laughs> but our guests, believe me, that's not a high priority for them so right. but we do try to make sure that you know there's a healthy component to what we're doing because that's you know a lot of these people also have health problems yeah that's the biggest thing is that you know you you want to make sure that you're feeding people i mean you're, you're right the priority for them is probably just to eat yes you know to eat for the day so you, you have two hot meals a day and then people you know are able to go maybe and bring do you have like a certain time of the day where you have a, a, a handout you know you can give out uh, food in bags or whatever we do that all day long so we also have uh so we do two things paul if we get a, a big donation from trader joe's that could be you know fruit a lot of it's fruits and vegetables that may be getting close to our expiration date or prepared salads mm. or uh sometimes it's uh packaged meat or whatever we'll set that out on the tables in the kitchen and guests freely take that home because a lot of them have a place to live. They just live in poverty. Right. We also have a food pantry on site and we have one in Pulley Shill where if a family came in yesterday, a family came in looking for uh, food. So our, our space is small, but we will put together a box of food for them and we'll put self stable milk in there. If we have any um, meat products that they can take home with them, we give out a, a lot of peanut butter and jelly yeah. and bread. Um, whatever our guests need, you know, we try to make sure that we have it for them within reason. Well, but uh, anybody that wants to donate, do you have a website or do you have a, a place where they can donate? Yes, we to have a, our website is www.jubileekitchen.org. And people can use that site if they need help primarily, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, they can use that site 
or uh, that sign up to volunteer or to make a donation. All right, we got Mark for just a, l- a little bit longer. We're going to talk to him about some other uh, things that have uh, that he sees down there, that the, the ways that we can help. And of course, with the holidays coming up, you know, places like the Jubilee Soup Kitchen are more important than ever. Well, we are back. Uh, we are back. Take part in a treasured holiday tradition. Create an edible masterpiece and enter the city of Pittsburgh's. 21st annual gingerbread house competition by November 5th. Details at kdkradio.com. Uh, we are here with Mark Latner of Jubilee Soup Kitchen, which is in the uh, Hill District. Uh, Mark, are you going to enter this contest and make a gingerbread house? I'm going to pass on that one, Paul. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I mean, I just, sounds like it would be lots of fun. Uh, but anyway um the uh it's called the jubilee soup kitchen but you guys offer i was surprised you guys offer a lot of services to people that probably people because it's called a soup kitchen don't realize that you know you 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 offer that's true and that's why i'm glad you're taking the time to interview me paul because we we do have to get the word out of all the things that jubilee does we have a we have the hot prepared food we have two food pantries we have a clothing room. We provide a lot of social services to our guests, like we help them get ID cards. We are a mailing address for them if they're homeless. We help them sign up for government benefits, including SNAP. We help them get into uh, uh, mental health or rehab facilities. We help them find jobs. We help them find housing. We also have a, uh, a program uh, we call Preventing Homelessness. So if somebody comes to us and they're having struggling with uh, being evicted because they're not paying their rent or mortgage or their utilities, or they have a financial crisis that's going to cause them to become homeless, we'll help them financially. Now, we assess their situation, and we also help them uh, with, with other, you know, other issues. We help them with budgeting. We help them with, in, you know, getting a better job and increasing their, their income. But, uh, you know, Paul, for people who live on the edge, like uh, a funeral, if somebody dies and you have to pay even if it's a thousand dollars to help get a loved one buried, that can cause financial crisis for people. So, we want to help the people who are homeless and and help them become stable. But we also it's very important for me personally and for our organization to prevent homelessness in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is uh, is that people don't realize that. You guys do all those things. Now, clothing, right. you're, you're talking about, you know, like jackets and stuff. I mean, so I'm assuming that people can also donate clothes to you. Or Absolutely. Do you, do you have clothing? Abs- Absolutely. We just, uh, so for our regular, we have a clothing room, and anybody can come in anytime we're open and get the clothing they need, including like, uh, uh, you know, underwear for men and women, mm. any personal hygiene items we have. We have showers for guests. A lot of guests come in. Throw their clothes away, take a shower, get clean clothes, feel a lot better about themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we have all of that. But we also, for our regular guests, we have, uh, uh, we, it's going on right now, a coat and uh, boot drive. So we're, we're getting the correct sizes for them, for the coats and the boots. And I think we have a couple hundred people signed up already. So we certainly can use either mm-hmm. monetary donations or if people want to stop, we're open every day. From six in the morning till noon, you can stop and donate clothes anytime you would, uh, anytime is possible for you, and that would be a great help for us. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's uh, that's the biggest thing about what you guys are doing is it's not just about giving people, you know, 
of food and keep yeah. them, you know, yeah. which is obviously food is important. But all those other things, um, that's a lot of work, though, isn't yeah. it? I mean, trying to help people with ID cards and trying to help them with their SNAP benefits and all the other stuff. I mean, it, it is. We don't get paid for any of it. So that's right. where that's our challenge. But to be honest with you, Paul, um, we, we were talking off the air about the tent villages mm -hmm. and everything that's going on and what the solution is to that. And uh, that's where Jubilee has a great opportunity right at this point in time because we are we're the I, I call us the front door. This is where people come who are in crisis to get help. And so if we can put together a comprehensive solution for people, you know, not only get them stable by getting them food and helping them stay in their house or mm. helping them find a place to live, but then if we can collaborate with the workforce development people and, and get work ready programs set up, if we can um, tell people we can guarantee you a job if you get clean, okay? And, and we're going to give you the job training and we're going to be there a step of the way with you to help you with when you, when you encounter the mm -hmm. issues you're going to encounter. So if we can give our guests hope, then I think there's a great opportunity for us to change their lives. And you can kick somebody out of a tent and make them go somewhere else. But what have you, what have you done? What have you made yeah. better by doing that? Okay. That's, that's, you know, our goal at Jubilee is to, is to continue to develop and to supercharge our programs so that we can provide a comprehensive solution. And then we, we'll collaborate with other organizations in town, whether it's for mental health, whether it's for physical health, whether it's for job training, housing, to help come up with a plan, because it's 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 a multi multi problem, right? It's not just I need a place to live. You need a job. You need to, ha to be able to take care of your kids if they're sick. You need to be able to do a lot of things. And when you live in crisis, it's those, it's hard for you and me to manage those things, right? Right. For somebody living in crisis, it's nearly impossible. Well, I think one of the interesting things is, uh, Mark, you 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 basically. Um you know, they, I'm sure there are a, lot, a number of your people that come to you are, you know, either homeless or destitute, but there's also people come to you that probably they work, they just, you know, they're struggling, they've given, they maybe they got kids that they don't make enough money. That, I mean, this is Absolutely. not, uh, this is not like when everyone, when anyone hears the word soup kitchen, they right. think, oh, well, this is a place where it's just, you know, but you've got a lot of people that probably, are, are working and just trying to make it and trying to figure out, you know, maybe they've got other things going on, you know, like depression and things of this. I mean, you've got a wide range of people that come in there, right? Exactly. And we have the capacity to do even more for a wide range of people. We just need to, you know, get these programs, you know, supercharged, I keep saying, because mm -hmm. I, I see the need out there. In my honest, I'm not a social worker, Paul. I was a banker, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not an expert in this field, but I see it every day. I'm in the kitchen. Okay. And these people don't have anything to live for. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they do drugs and they don't see their lives being any different. So, yeah. but if we can give them hope, if we can give them a pathway that they can maybe have a different life, I'm not saying every, mm. we're going to solve every problem everybody has. That's not realistic, but I think we at least have to try to honestly provide an alternative for, for folks who want that. And we, we see it every day. Every day we, somebody says, I got to get into rehab today, okay? I need, I need to change my life today because I can't take this anymore. Right. 
would you say uh, would you say that you know drug drugs drug use substance abuse is is a big I don't want to say X factor, but he, that that that's it, 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 you know it's almost like a which came first, chicken or the egg right. type thing. Was it uh, <laughs> yeah. you started drugs and your life went to hell, or your life went to hell and then you started drugs to to try and medicate? I mean, I I think that's a that that's a that's a good question and and actually probably not yours to solve. But do you see a lot of that? We do. Um, I mean, I don't. Again, we uh, are primary goal with our guests is to treat them with dignity and respect. So we don't ask them a lot of questions. I can tell you, then when we try to cut the grass, there's a lot of needles in the grass. So mm. I'm just, right. and I can smell it when I go outside. I can see it when I look out my window that, you know, the drug issue is, it's, it's, it's a crisis in my mind. But again, you can tell people, stop doing drugs and then good luck with the rest of your life. That doesn't work. Right. Okay. It's, you know, what do you, What's their alternative? Right. What are you doing to help them have a different life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, again, it's, it goes back to, um, you know, feeding them is... That's the just, start of it. That's the start. It's just the most primary thing. And um, so all of these programs that you're talking about, you know, where people can come and get help, it's... It's available, like just basically they come in, come to come down to the, the to the soup kitchen and you know to basically say, hey, listen, this is what I'm dealing with, this is what I need, and you try and 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 and, and fit them into whatever it works. Exactly, we try to do everything we can for them. So again, the food's there all the time, the showers every morning, you know, and it's seven days a week. It's not just you know once a month. You know, they can come into the food pantry. It, in the Hill District every day. They can get clothing every day, get a shower every day. We have a social worker on staff Monday through Friday who can help them with the things like ID cards or uh, signing up for benefits or, you know, trying to help them find a job or a place to work. You know, I used to, I had a pastor, uh, uh, he was a pastor at a church, uh, right? I used to go right over here in the West End, which, you know, was a one of these uh, a neighborhood that had a lot of need. And he, one of the things he always used to say is, um, you know, we're supposed to be a beacon of light in this neighborhood, which it sounds like that's right. what you're trying to be. The other thing he always said, which is so true, is he said, you know, you know, Christians, you can walk around and say, hey, I'm going to pray for you. But sometimes, you know what, you might just uh, solve the problem by giving them a couple cheeseburgers or giving out a couple cheeseburgers or a blanket, you know. Right. And, 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 and so it sounds like you guys are really interested in taking care of people first and foremost that's your entire mission it is and right? you know like i said dignity and respect i keep saying that but it's important because our guests don't usually get that anywhere else in their life okay so you know um you know you get to get you know a religious theme to it you know you're sp we're supposed to see christ in those people right and if you really and i i harp on that with our employees you know because Sometimes people come in and they're, if you spent the night on the street and you're, you're, you're hung over, you, you may, might not have the best attitude. Okay. Right. And you might not treat people the way you're supposed to. And we, and we don't tolerate that a lot, but we, but we as employees of Jubilee have to be, you know, show Christ to the, to our guests and we have to see Christ in our guests. Have you found, um, uh, if you, you know, you said you had a capital campaign going on for your building, yes. right? I mean, have you found that uh, the, the, the business community has been receptive to trying to help out? Uh, yes, I would say mm -hmm. yes. We're not quite, uh, we haven't, we've uh, just finished the uh, phase where we've mm -hmm. gone to the foundations. Um, 
I hope some government budgets <laughs> pass soon so right. I can get some government funding right. uh, we're hopeful to get. Um, and we're uh, probably coming up beginning of 2024, we're going to be reaching out more to businesses and individuals who can help us. Because um, if, if we get the, I think if we get the right funding streams and we get our building fixed, we really want to um, uh, put in a, a food pantry that is, much larger than the one we have now. Allow mm. people to have a better shopping experience. Pick out the food that they want. Yeah. Have a bigger clothing room where people can actually try on clothes and shoes and get what they the sizes that fit them. We want to put a laundry facility in. Take care of a lot of these basic needs to get people stable. And then we want to. But as we're doing that, you know, we want to do the a gentle touch to say, what else can we do for you? We have this program. That if you're willing to invest your time and effort into it, we're going to invest in you, help you set goals to have a better future, help you figure out what are the action plans to help you meet those goals, and then work with them over time as they run into hurdles to help them overcome them. And that's what I'm most excited about, that if we can, with this new building, with the new services, we'll attract even more people to Jubilee, and then that'll allow us to help them really get them on a path to train, change their lives. We got just a couple more minutes with uh, Mark Latner from Jubilee Soup Kitchen. Uh, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what what you guys have going on for the holidays and things of the such. All right, we're back with uh, Mark Latner of the uh, Jubilee Soup Kitchen in the Hill District. Mark, there was a uh, I saw something on KDK uh, TV, and there was a little news release that you guys had some sort of initiative with the food bank going on now. Right. Thanks to you <laughs> connecting me with Brian Golish from the uh, Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. We were part of their digital transformation initiative where they brought in their um, the organizations that they work with. And they, uh, fr free to Jubilee, helped us redesign our website, make it much more effective, um, uh, helping us with our various social media like LinkedIn or Facebook, which Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, which yeah. I don't use and yeah. whatever. So uh, to help us get, get the word out more about what Jubilee is doing. And it was, it was, it was great for them. And we've had a, 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 a significant, we finished it up in the middle of the summer. We had a significant surge in volunteers through that. But mm -hmm. also I would tell you 40 people went onto our website asking us for assistance of one form or the other. So it's really made a, it really makes a difference in the community too. Well, obviously um, Thanksgiving is a few weeks away, and so I'm assuming you you guys will be uh, happy to take turkey donations, right? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, turkey or ham. This is a, a turkey or ham donations, and also you know those kinds of things because you have. Uh, you know, to serve a lot of meals uh, for the holidays. But you also have a capital campaign. You have a number, like, for instance, uh, your, your building campaign, how much, uh, you know, like, you, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty significant project, right? Yes, it is, Paul. We need to raise probably around $4 million. Mm -hmm. uh, the number keeps changing on us as <laughs> uh, costs go up. Um, we've raised probably about 70% of that at this point, and it'll allow us to get the— uh, we want to put an addition on the building mm -hmm. to put new bathrooms in to get for our guests. Our shower right now is on the second floor with no elevators. We want to get the sh new shower on the first floor. We want to, like I said earlier, we want to expand our, our food pantry and our clothing room and provide access to our guests that it's handicap accessible. So 
we're hoping to break ground for that in February, but we still have a pretty substantial amount of funding we need to get in place before that happens. Yeah, and that's and, and also uh, you uh, so long and short of it, Mark. Before I let you go, uh, how can people help you? Because obviously, what you're doing here is is you know, uh, and I say this in, in all seriousness, you know, the, it truly is the Lord's work. But you got you're taking care of uh, trying to make the community a better place, uh, trying to make the world a better place. So, how can people help you, and and, right. and how can they get the help to you? In other words, you know, what what are you guys? What what do you obviously need? Turkeys and hams, like we said, but um, you need other stuff, and also then, how can they get it to you? Sure. So uh, we can always use uh, financial contributions. Um, that That's what we live off of. We have no other funding source except for people donating to us. So they can go on to our website. Again, that's www.jubileekitchen.org and make a donation. Any uh, They can donate clothing. They can donate uh, food. They can Our kitchen's open every day from... Seven o'clock till at least noon, we can accept donations. So, anytime anybody wants to stop, we also have a van where we can pick up anything that, if it's a, a larger quantity of items that people would like us to pick up, they can go onto the website, send me an email, and I can make sure we arrange any pickups that are necessary. All right. And the website is just Jubilee Kitchen or? JubileeKitchen.org. All right. There we have it. Well, Mark, uh, continue to fight the good fight, my man. Thank you, too, Pa. And, I appreciate uh, you having us on. Yeah, thanks. I know you guys are very busy, so I appreciate you coming in for, you know, because I think it's just important that we highlight what's going on, that there are a lot of good things. And we, you spend a lot of time, on, you know, on these airwaves talking about all the things that are wrong in this world. But We're, we're going to be part of the solution. I just hope it's a big part of it. Yeah, absolutely.